0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 11 of All Steak No Sizzle, an honest, no BS look at life, sports, and entertainment. I am your host, Devin McKenzie, here once again for a brand spanking new episode, a post-Thanksgiving episode. For those of you who listened to the last episode, you know I took a little trip down to Mississippi to do some interviewing and eat some good Thanksgiving food and see some family and... I'm back from that trip. I had a great time. I really enjoyed myself. Got to um, hear, hear some great stories and uh, got some great material for some future episodes of the show and uh, got to see family and, like like I said, ate some great food, great food. And uh, <laughs> shout out to my Uncle William for uh, that fried turkey, man. he He definitely did his thing. I was picking at that turkey the whole weekend but um say i had a great time down there it's good to go back home and, and see family and, and i honestly to be honest with you like one of the biggest things that i got to do while i was down there is just sit down and relax like, i thought i was going to be doing a lot more running around than i actually did but man i i work a lot i, I work pretty much about six days a week six seven days a week and anywhere from 10 to 12 hours a day and I'm doing a podcast. So it, it felt good just to sit down and relax and recharge your battery, man. So I really enjoyed that. Also, while I was down there, like I said, I got to do some great interviews, talk to some family members and, uh, some people in the community down there in Quitman, Mississippi, I, <laughs> In one of the future episodes, you're going to be hearing me talk to the gentleman that actually married my parents. That was uh <clears throat> that was truly an an experience right there. I really enjoyed that. I you know I wanted to talk to the guy you know about growing up down there in in Quitman, Mississippi, and now then to find out he's the person that married my parents so i got some some juicy dirt on my folks <laughs> so that episode will be coming up in the future i'm i'm going to f- figure out exactly how i want to piece this together i'll keep you all posted on that but like i said i had a great time down there I really enjoyed myself i hope all of you enjoyed your thanksgiving hopefully <laughs> Everybody, you know, worked off all that turkey and greens, beans, tomatoes, potatoes. <laughs> yeah, and we got Christmas coming up, so we're going to pack on more pounds. And then we got New Year's coming up, so we're going to do a lot of eating and drinking that during that time. So get your New Year's resolution going and go ahead and get your Planet Fitness membership going after that. So, uh, <laughs> like I said, I hope I hope all of you enjoyed your Thanksgiving and now we're wrapping up for the Christmas season. So happy holidays to everybody. Whether you, you know, whatever you celebrate Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, um, any, anything else that you celebrate happy holidays to you. And all I can say, let me say this. Let me just say this. I'm not the biggest Christmas person. i, I now that I've gotten older. Eh, Christmas ain't necessarily my, my favorite holiday. I just, it's, way too too much behind it i'm a thanksgiving guy so i done got my holiday out of the way but people let's 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 be a little bit more smart about how we you know handle our christmas shopping black friday i i refuse to go out on black friday because people get crazy out there throwing randy macho man savage elbows on each other over a damn you know, blender and stuff like that. So uh, let's you know, let's be a little bit more civil. Let's remember why this holiday is here. It's supposed to be a joyful, peaceful, you know, family, reflective time. So let's not let's not go out there, you know, hitting people with the stone cold stunner and the RKO's over a damn TV. You know what I'm saying? So that's just my little public service announcement. This week's conversation is actually a conversation that I wanted to put out a while ago. If you remember back to my UFC 204 preview episode with one of my good friends, uh, Beans, a.k.a. Brian Veal. Well, let me rephrase that. Brian Veal, a.k.a. Beans. Um, We recorded a second part of that conversation which wasn't dealing with UFC or MMA at all. It was more talking about the issues that were going on in Charlotte, North Carolina at the time. That was back in October. So this conversation is about two months old. So some of the issues that we talk about may not be as fresh in everybody's mind, but they they definitely are issues and, and, and topics that, still matter and still are relevant because we live in a country where there's a lot going on a lot is a lot has happened since then uh we have a new president now <clears throat> um <laughs> there there really hasn't been too many public- well let me take that back let me, let me refute let me refute that statement before I even say it there have been a lot of racial issues that have been brewing and and happening really since the election. And a lot of them, a lot of those issues are basically occurring because of the results of the of the election. But a lot of issues that me and Brian are talking about are issues that were really top of the mind at that time. And, and really, it hasn't been any major solution to those issues and they still need to be talked about. And we talk about, you know, police brutality, we talk about issue with and I I'm sorry, I can't remember the guy's name right now off the top of my head. The gentleman that was in North Carolina who was uh, shot by the police when he was sitting in his truck you know, reading a book. You know, we discussed that. We we discussed, you know, Brian's, you know, interactions with police over his lifetime and we also talk about the state of North Carolina itself the state of North Carolina had a few issues with laws that were passed that forced different companies and different uh organizations to pull out such as PayPal the NBA pulled the all-star game from the city of Charlotte and other sporting events that were canceled and and moved to different locations because of the laws that were passed we discussed that and you you hear that I'm and I'm still upset about it you hear it in the the conversation I'm a little upset about the fact that the all-star game moved because I was planning on going down to Charlotte to see my friend and we were going to check out the all-star game so a lot of these issues are are still relevant today so and it's kind of weird because this interview is in the pre-Donald Trump world, so <laughs> get to remember the good times, people. <laughs> Man, so stay tuned. We're going to get into that conversation in just a minute, but before we do that, let me give a shout-out to a couple people. Let me shout-out the Pod family, the Pod squad. You know, I, I need to kind of get confirmation on what the actual group name is i'm not sure if we're going by the pod family the pod squad uh the pod club i'm not sure yet well i will uh get confirmation on that but shout out to the people over that the pod family that includes apparently i'm a member now i i think i'm official now i'm waiting on my <laughs> i'm waiting on my Pod family letterman jacket Get my patches on it. <laughs> my uh Pie Family Decoder ring. <laughs> but shout out to the Pie Family, shout out to to Kenyon Talks as my niece. Um for those of you that listen to the episode where my niece was on the show talking about the situation that happened at Eastern Michigan University. Listen to Dakenya's episode from this week. I believe it came out November 29th. Is it November 29th or November 30th? I forgot what the actual date was. But it, it came out this week. Her and her crew are, are basically talking about the issues that go on it went on at EMU. And they actually jump into it a little bit deeper. She has uh, more people... Basically, everybody on the show are students there at Eastern Michigan. They're basically venting their their frustrations and their thoughts about what happened there. So, if you listen to the, my episode with my niece talking about the EMU situation, definitely go back and listen to the episode she just put out because she jumped into it uh, in more detail and gave more of an updated situation. You know, an update to the situation because, like I said. On that episode that I put out a few weeks ago, the day that I put it out, there was another racial incident. So she gives a more updated version of the story. So make sure you go listen to Can you Talk and just listen to all her episodes. I've been on a couple of her shows and we are currently working on another episode of the Generation Exchange. We still have that one episode that's floating out there. So we're, we're trying to try to figure out how we're going to get that together and how we're going to distribute that. So it we're working on that. Also, I want to give a shout out to John from the John fix podcast. John, you know, shout out to you, brother. You've definitely made me feel welcome into the pod family, the pod squad, the pod club, the pod cult. I don't know if I want to be a part of a pod coating that I'm thinking about that. So we're not gonna use that anymore. <laughs> I'm not gonna drink the the special Kool Aid. But uh shout out to John for the John Effects podcast. He was also on to Kenya Talks and he gave a lot of great compliments to me and uh I, I re- really appreciate the kind of words he had for me and my show. He, you know when when you do this, you you want feedback and honestly I, I don't get a lot of feedback. Which uh, hopefully that will change people, but you know to hear you know him uh, giving me some 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 good feedback, I really appreciate that. He has some kind words, and um, one day we, we will would definitely be collaborating on something. We'll we'll figure that out in the future. But shout out to the John FX Podcast. So make sure you check out his show. And shout out to the Critical Dump. The Critical Dump is an, another show in the in the Pie Family Squad squadron power ranger squad pod yeah <laughs> uh, shout out to q from the critical dom uh, me and him have exchanged contact information we are going to we're going to do something uh we haven't Like I my life has been crazy i got some time some free time coming out we're gonna collaborate on something either i'm gonna be on his show he's gonna be on my show we're gonna work something out but we're we've been in constant contact over the last couple of weeks so we're gonna work on something and we're gonna collaborate we're gonna be like some mini lion bots we're all gonna to come together to form one giant robot named voltron so uh, look forward to that and to the pod squad just want to let you know i did not forget I will be doing my drunken podcast eventually. Right now, like I said, with work and, you know, putting these uh, shows out and editing and all this stuff. eh, It's kind of hard to do it right now. But like I said, at the end of the month, I have a lot of free time. I'm pretty much going to be off for a good week. So I will definitely, definitely. Do the Drunken Podcast, and I'm looking forward to it. I'm trying to figure figure out if I can get some people to come over, some friends, and you know, we just sit around and shoot the shit, talking about you know everything, just talking about whatever, and partaking some some great alcoholic beverages. So, <laughs> stay tuned to that. Also, I want to give a shout out to a good friend of mine named Dominique. She is the owner of a hair salon here in the city of Detroit called the Artisan Room. Uh, those of you ladies that going out for Christmas parties and you, you need some something special for your New Year's Eve party or whatever you got going on. Make, and you're here in the city of Detroit or in the you know the southeast Michigan area. Make sure you holler at. My girl, Dominique, over at the Artisan Room. You can hit her up on her Facebook page, the Artisan Room. I'm sorry. Let me let me restate that. The Artisan Room Detroit. That's the Facebook page. So, the Artisan Room Detroit. Hit her up on Facebook. And right now, they're looking for barbers. So, any fella or lady out there that can cut some good her, <laughs> make sure you hit them up. And might be able to get you a job out there. So if you're a licensed barber, make sure you hit them up on the Artisan Room Facebook page. Or you can give them a call to find out more details. The number is 313-977-5755. That's 313-977-5755. And the Artisan Room's Facebook page, like I said, they have their Facebook page, the Artisan Room Detroit or you can hit them up on Instagram, the Artisan Room underscore Detroit. That's T H E A R T I S A N R O O M underscore Detroit. D E T R O I T. And their address is 19021 West McNichols, a.k.a. Six Mile. Detroit, Michigan, 48219. So make sure you hit her up. Check out the shop. Get your her, her did or your her cut. If you're a licensed barber looking for a job, make sure you head her up. And I, soon I'll be getting in contact with Dominique to see if I can sit down and talk with her. And, you know, find out how all this came together. How, how things are going over at the artisan room. And hopefully we'll get her on the show soon. Uh, one person that will definitely be on the show. And apparently she's bringing some of her friends with her is a good friend of mine by the name of Francis. Francis is a bit of an activist and she's been very, very active in raising awareness with the situation that's going on in the Northwestern part of the country in standing rock. She will be here Sunday to talk with me about Everything that's going on, what she's been up to, as far as raising awareness for it, she's gonna give us some information and inform us on what's going on, and she'll be bringing a couple friends too to you know discuss the entire the situation there at Standing Rock, and I'm definitely looking forward to it. Um, I'm not sure if she was able to go out there. She was planning on going out there for Thanksgiving weekend. I, like I said, I was in Mississippi doing my thing, but when i talk to her this sunday i'll uh, find out what she's been up to and what she has planned as far as standing rock goes in the future and also frances <laughs> actually i met frances at a karaoke bar she's a great singer i think i mentioned it on the last episode that she has a very powerful operatic voice like you name a disney song she can she can kill it she actually used to work at uh Disney Land World one the one in Florida, whichever one that is. You know. The one I haven't been to. Uh <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. But she's an amazing singer and she has a Christmas concert coming up on December 16th and 17th. They will both of those shows will be at 8 p.m. They're gonna be at the Costa The Caustic the Center. I always have a hard time with that word. At the Caustic Center on 11 Mile, just east of Middlebelt in Farmington Hills. And like I said, that will be at the Caustic Center, which I've been there a couple of times. It's a great venue. So if you want to hear some great Christmas music, a great Christmas concert, make sure you uh, check out that show. Tickets are $15 at the door, or you can buy them in advance. And if you would like to do so, you can contact Frances at 248-924-0604. That's 248-924-0604. And once again, her name is Frances. You can like I said, you can buy those tickets in advance. They're $15 at the door. Um I'm assuming that they're the same in advance. That's what that's what I'm going to assume, and if if not, make sure you call Francis to get the details about how much the tickets are in advance, how much they are at the door. If you have any questions, make sure you contact her. And like I said, that concert is going to be December sixteenth and the seventeenth at eight p.m. And the name of it is called "Do You Hear What I Hear." So you get to hear some good Christmas music. Get to hear Francis out there uh, belting out the. The Beautiful Christmas songs. Like I said, she she is a very very good singer. She <laughs> when you see her, you're you're gonna think, oh okay, she seems like a nice young lady. But then you'll hear this powerful uh, this powerful voice, and it's, it's it'll catch you off guard. So go support her. Check out the show. I've, I think I'll be working. No, actually, I'm gonna be out of town that weekend. So, unfortunately, I won't be able to make it. I'm I'm sorry, but I'm sorry, Francis. But all the listeners, make sure you go support. Like I said, she's an amazing singer, and you're going to have a great time. And she, like I said, she's going to be on the show next week. We're going to record that this Sunday. I'm looking forward to it. And I know she is and her crew, they're looking forward to it, too. So, with that being said, let's, uh, oh, before, before we jump into the episode make sure you check out all my social medias and all the things i got going on you can check out the all Stake no on facebook page you can hit me up on email if you have any questions concerns ideas for future episodes if you would like to be on the show you can hit me up on email at asnspodcast at gmail.com that's asnspodcast at gmail.com or you can hit me up on the social medias Yes, the social medias on uh, the Twitter and the Instagrams, the Twitters and the Instagrams <laughs> at Devin the six That's D.E.V.I.N.T.H.E. 63. And make sure you like, subscribe, follow on, like I said, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter and on the SoundCloud page and share the show with other people. Spread the word. Like I said, if you like the show share it with somebody else if you don't like the show share it with somebody else and let so they can find out how terrible the show is <laughs> hopefully you don't think the show is terrible but if you do hey let me know comment interact i heard a wise man this weekend say how will you grow if you don't know Ooh, ah. <laughs> feel free to use that one people so with all that being said let's go ahead and jump into my conversation with Bryantville aka Baines. Welcome back, everybody. I want to introduce a special guest. You've heard him before on a previous episode where we were previewing some UFC fights. Welcome back, Mr. Bryant Veal. What's up, Beans? What's up? What's
1: up? All
0: right. Well, Beans, I I had to have you on this episode, man, because um, basically this episode is is all about all the things that's going on in our country, especially with uh, police brutality and black people in America and you live in Charlotte and there's a lot going on down there right now, especially with uh, police shootings and black lives matter. And I, it's, it's a lot going on in Charlotte and North Carolina. So I said, why not have you on the show? Cause you're, you're right there in the middle of the shit. So first thing I want to ask you about is the, sh- I can't remember the guy's name. And the sad thing is the shit happens so much that you start forgetting people's names, but there was just a shooting down there in Charlotte not too long ago. So what were your thoughts on, on that issue? All right. Well, uh, I forgot the
2: guy's name myself,
0: too. So, I, know. Uh, it's I know. It's sad. Know, man. It, 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 ha- it gets to a point. Yeah. It gets to a point where I stop looking at the news. Right. Um,
2: because there's so much of it, but with different posts on Facebook. Um. But yeah, uh, for for what i see and what I've seen on the videos and everything where, well, Charlotte PD, like Charlotte PD is just like any inner city uh, police, pretty much. Where, you know, they cool, some of them are cool. Like I'm not, you know, I'll probably get a lot of hate mail regardless of what it is, but I don't care. But you have good cops out there. You have a lot of good cops. A lot of those cops are from Detroit. A lot of people don't know that shit. Some of those cops are from Detroit or in the Michigan area. Right, they're from there. They just moved out
0: here. Oh, real quick, man. His name was Lamont Scott. That, that was his name. Yeah. Okay. Scott.
2: Yeah. Like the, you know, what I'm saying like, but you know, we we see this too much. We see it too much. Where we there's so many names to remember on who got killed by cops or you know, or beaten up by cops. Or you know, saying harassing, but it's like, well, it gets to a point where you get tired of it, and that's what that's what happened. Uh, what's going on in Charlotte right now was people are tired, or, or very tired of this. What's going on with the cops? They uh, they it's not it's, it's it's not. We're not saying that these people are not saying all cops are bad. They're just saying they're tired of being harassed by cops. They're tired of being. We're tired of seeing black people getting killed, right. and then. By cops, these people, these same people, supposed to protect. These are people that supposed to look out for. You know, saying like, you know, saying, but the cops are not. You know, so you have some trigger happy cops that's fresh. uh,
1: The police academy getting thrown out to the streets, right? they didn't have proper training. I have, I had a friend that used to work
0: for the uh, work for Charlotte PD, and he went straight. They sent him out.
2: uh, They sent him out on the street. Fresh, off, you know, what I'm saying fresh out of camp, you know, what I'm saying, and he, you know, what I'm saying he, he, was, you know, what I'm saying he's a street guy. He grew up in New York, so and he stayed in, he stayed in Charlotte for, uh, for, for, a while, and when he became a cop, and he knew his shit, so he knew who to, you know, what I'm saying he, he, like they, it's. It's a lot of racism that goes on between the cops as well because you have the white cops that hang out with white cops. You got the black cops that hang out with black cops. And, and the Hispanics hang with the Hispanics. It's, right. it's broken up like that. And you have some white cops that look... You got some white cops that's like... It, it's like half white, half... You know, it's a half white, half Spanish. And these guys can fit in with the whites. But you also have the black cops that just black cops and they stay... To the blacks. They just like, hey, uh, in certain areas, that's where most of the black cops are uh, going. They, they, they respond to uh, a lot of the stuff that's in the hood, in, in, uh, in the bad neighborhood. Right. And going back to uh, the black cops, where it was a black cop, it wasn't a white cop, it was a black cop that shot that dude and killed him. Well, we all seen the video. A lot of people seen the video where the cop put the. Uh, it, it was pretty much. You seen that guns just magically appear on the freaking ground. Right. You know what I'm saying? Just magically disappeared on the ground. Right. Because there wasn't nobody on it. Was, you didn't see nothing on the ground. And all of a sudden. You that, and then later on, you just fight. They just. The lady cut to the left, cut to the right.
0: There was nothing on the ground. She cut to the left and cut to the right bam, they go, they go a magic gun. Right. You know, but, uh, they, the the thing that, uh, that really set everything off was, they said that he had a book in his hand. Right. And then, that's the thing, that's the thing that set everybody, that's what pissed everybody off. He had a book in his hand. That, no, he had a gun. That and plus, the, the guy's wife was recording them and was saying, and she literally said, like, don't y'all shoot him. he, He had to, you know, he, um, he had some medical problem. I can't remember what it was. It like, he just took his medication. Don't y'all shoot him. Don't y'all shoot him. And it's like, she, she knew what was about to happen. Like, you, no one is just going to randomly, you know, yell that out. Don't, don't you shoot him if they don't think that's what you're about to do. And the fact that they just, they, they, they did it after she told them like, all right. Look, he he just took his medication. He was not doing anything. He doesn't have a gun. This this and that. And the fact that they they went on ahead and shot him anyway, it, it lets you know that there's a there's a problem. Like I don't know about you, man. Like right. you're a black man in America. If I get pulled over by the police at that point, I'm terrified. And it, it's not because I I've done anything, because. Matter of fact, when we went down to and um, we went to the Virginia to watch uh, Marquis fight, I got pulled over by the police because I had a my my tail light was out, which I I literally just got fixed like a week before that. But for some reason, my tail light was out. I mean, honestly, what was going through your mind when you saw that I got pulled over? Uh,
2: maybe we need to get back. <laughs> we need to go check. He goes to. The- because we, we we sat there and waited. We waited for you. It was like, yo, uh...
1: That's why I called you. And you was like, yeah, he just told me. He just, called, he just told me in my I was out. And I was like, all right, cool. Yeah. So, like, we called him because we got kind of nervous, too. So, I was like, cool. At least we got
2: some white people that actually can watch this shit. They can actually just stop this cop from doing anything. You know what they, they do decide to do anything. But, right. uh... But, yeah, but, uh... Yeah, it's a little worry uh behind everything.
1: Um cool. I know I had a certain I know I had situations like that where uh especially when I first moved down here. It was in
2: South Carolina. Uh, I was in South Carolina, I was I had work. I was working in South Carolina.
1: Right. And
2: uh I just got off work. And it was like a work second shift, so I was getting off around like maybe like one o'clock. I was getting off at around like one o'clock, so I was driving back home, and on my way, uh, I seen a cop pull up behind me. I was like, "Oh shit!" I was like, all right, as long as I like, long as I make it to the freeway, I didn't get the opportunity to make it to the fucking freeway before they pulled me over. Right. So they pulled me over, and I was like, "All right." I seen the lights going. On. I was like, "All right," I need to go somewhere where there's a lot of light, Right. So. So I went somewhere where there was a lot of light, and they asked me. they was like,
0: uh, "Why did yeah, you pull uh, over right we, away?" <laughs> they, they said, he, "It's like we thought
2: you were drinking or something." And I was like, uh, "No, I just got off work, sir." Did you sleep or something? And I was like, "No, I wasn't sleeping I just got off work." And they looked my looked at my license plate and it, and
1: it said Michigan on there. At the time, I had Michigan plates. Right. I
2: had a I had a. A North Carolina driver's license and insurance. (laughs) So they was looking at it kind of weird. They was like, "So you need to get that changed and everything." I I was like, "Yeah, I know. I know. I need to get that changed and everything." But so they was like, so they was asking me questions, and I was telling them like, "Yo, I just got off work. I'll actually work out here." They thought I had some drugs or something on me. So I told them I was like, me trying to hurry up and get the fuck home. That's the only thing I was worried about. Right. So I just, I just play it safe.
1: These, this is the thing where you know you're right. See, this is the thing where people don't realize where you
2: know you're right, but you don't say that. You don't just, it's, it's like you just sit there, like just agree and agree. And all right, you know, say so if you got something on you, then you, then you, then that's when they actually start. That's when they, then that's when they start working. But like, if you know you're confident, you ain't got shit on you. Right. Which I did. I knew I ain't had shit on me. And, um, they looked at my car. They was like, just like, you got any weapons in the car? I was like, oh. I was like, no, I got a box cutter. You know, that's it. I just got a box cutter and everything. And they just sat there and like, looked at me. The guy just harassed me.
0: I know his partner was looking at him like he was fucking retarded. Right. So I opened up the door.
2: I opened up the door, and they was like, "You want to get out?" And I was like, "Yeah, come on, she's we'll just taken care of." So that's what I think I told them, I'm "Like, let's get it taken care of." You uh, frisked me, checked me out, and everything
1: was fine. Empty out the pockets. They put everything. Like, at least they ain't throw the shit on the ground. They ain't throw none of my shit on the ground. They just
2: uh, they just picked through, they just picked my pockets, they just grabbed my pockets and everything. They got my wallet out and they put everything on top of the hood they didn't slam me on the hood, they didn't do nothing, just sit there and just agree, disagree, yeah, whatever. And then it was like, "Do you mind if we check your car. And I was like, you know, I was thinking to myself, like, ah, shit, baby, I was like, fuck it, this guy out here, I had to get home, I need to get the fuck home. Right. That's the only thing I was thinking in my head, I, like, I need to get the fuck home. And I am like, yeah, you should search the car, I ain't got shit on me, so that's all you need to know, I don't have shit. So if y'all want to search the car, go ahead and search the car. These motherfuckers brought the fucking dogs out, man. They brought the dogs. They sniffed. They sniffed the fucking car and everything. And I was like, what the fuck? They, they went through my my lunch and everything. And they was like, yeah. So like I told you, I just got off work. And the guy, I could tell, the guy with the uh, with the canine uh, with the canine and everything he was looking at the guy that pulled me over like he was fucking retarded because he was like dude you just wasted all this time Right. and the guy was nice and, 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 you know what I'm saying like I was telling the other guy I was like I was so nice I was even cracking jokes I was so nice to the dude the dude didn't have nothing to say that was the you know what I'm saying like the dude that had the canine he was just looking at looking at the dude because I, I know he whispered something to him and I think it was on the lines of like that was stupid it was on the lines of that and And he, I I, I could, I could read this pretty well, but I know he said something stupid. He probably said that was stupid. So they let me go. But like in these other situations where you don't, these people don't get the opportunity, these people are disagreeing with the cops. But you had that one guy that was very vocal and very, and he let them, he let them know, like, hey,
0: I have a license to carry. Right. And
1: he let him
2: know, and he still shot him. And what was the reason? You know, what I'm saying like he was reaching for a gun. You know, what I'm saying like like he was he was you know saying he was so timid. The guy was
1: so timid. Like he he was like he was just so ready to shoot.
0: And, and it's His like finger was on that trigger. And it, it, it's fucked up. I think mean, I think that was Flando Castile. And it's like it's fucked up because he told him like I have my gun with me. I have a license to carry. So yeah, at that point, as the cop, yeah, you take a little bit more caution, because he, the guy just told you that he has his gun with him. But at that point, it's like, if he's telling you, "I have my gun and I have my license to carry," he's being the re- a responsible gun owner at that point, because that's what you're supposed to do. They tell you, because in, in, uh, I, well I have my CCW, and they tell you, "If you have your gun with you, you tell the officer right away. I have my gun with me and I have my, my CCW and just to let the officer, you know, cause if the officer finds out afterwards, he's going to be pissed. So you got to tell him up front and that's what he did. He did the right thing. He told him what he had, but he shot him anyway. And the thing that I find absolutely hilarious about, it's not even funny, but the thing I find fucked up about that is where was the NRA on that? The national uh, rifle association. Cause this guy got killed For doing the right Being a responsible gun owner But I didn't hear shit About the NRA You know Saying anything about This guy getting shot
2: Well the whole thing About them uh, That's not It's not For black
0: people Exactly uh, But It's not But it's,
2: it, it, You know It's like uh, If The best Documentary that to, uh, to watch Would explain that I think it was uh, It was a rock.
0: Not a bunch of more,
2: uh uh what's
0: his name? They what's the what's that uh, director from uh, Flint? Oh uh, Michael he Moore? Says, oh, Dr.
2: Michael Moore. Michael Moore. Uh, uh you talking about
0: uh, I think it was Bowling for Columbine
2: Fahrenheit nine one one. Huh? You're talking about bowling for Columbine? I think it was it was between Bowling for Columbine or and uh Fahrenheit. Whatever which one it, like is. I, I check
0: think, out both of them. I think was, I think it was Bowling like, for Calumbi. I think Bowling for Columbine was the one that was more about uh gun laws and stuff like that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh look that up. Man, if anybody listening, if this, all the people that's listening, uh check out that documentary. He explains it a lot better than what I can. I'm just paraphrasing Right. Uh but this is also coming from you know, what I'm saying this is also coming from a guy that understands that. But yeah, the reason why they're they, they
1: it's not side of us. It's just a group. It's a you know, I'm so saying technically it's a group that's just
2: pretty much scheduled for. Not scheduled. It's it's just for non-blacks. Right. It's pretty much that's what it is. It's just pretty much we we get we get thrown out of that
0: uh, out of that group. And you know it's you fucked know, up and, because when I I, I want to say it was it was either or both when I took my gun class and or when I went and bought my gun one after i bought it and took the class they was like hey would you like to you know join the national rifle association and i'm like nah cuz i really don't feel like <laughs> i mean i i believe i believe in the right to bear arms i i own a gun so and I, and I did it the right way but at the same time when i see that a black guy gets shot after telling an officer i have my gun and my license on you and you're supposed to be an organization that fights for gun laws and this guy's a right to bear arms was basically violated to the most extreme case and y'all ain't got shit to say about it that's a problem for me that's a huge problem yeah, for me
1: exactly
0: and then on yeah, top on top of that problem. on top of that it's it's been plenty of uh of videos that's been I remember this one video in particular where these people went out and they had a black guy and a white guy they, and they both were carrying assault rifles around they you know they, they didn't have they weren't holding it they literally just had it over their shoulders and they were walking down the street police officer pulls up to the white guy and says you know why are you carrying that this is this and that do you have your your license like, yeah okay well all right you, you're free to go you might not want to walk around with that but you're free to go black guy walking around with the gun they 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 swooped in on them, guns drawn, told them to get the fuck on the ground and all that shit. I mean, it was was 100% legal to carry that weapon, but you can tell the difference. What's the difference? They were both carrying the same gun. They were both licensed. What's the difference? One was a black guy, one was a white guy. Well, this is is another thing where we
2: can all go by. Uh, The media. The media is the reason why we're so demonized. It doesn't help that we actually. It, it doesn't help that we, us as black people, we uh, follow, we
0: follow kind of, the stereotype. Yeah, kind of live up to the stereotype sometimes too. Yeah, it doesn't help.
2: Yeah, and it's not. It's not their. Uh, yeah, it's not their. Uh, it's, you know, so we follow the stereotype. Right.
1: But the media is the reason why. The media is the reason why we get demonized as, uh, as much. So when they
2: when they see I blame Fox, I blame CNN. You know, what I'm saying you blame these. You know, what you know, saying you can't sit there and uh, and you also got to blame MTV, bh one and BET. They just they just as responsible as anybody else. Yeah. And um, but we. And, and, you know what I'm saying? But, like, we as people, we have to stop being that stereotype.
1: Yeah, so
2: where, you know what I'm saying, it's not like, right, hey, you just, you just follow uh, a white people You know what I'm saying? just like, they just follow them or whatever. It just, you know what I'm saying? All we good for is just entertainment. No, we're not just that we are very intelligent people. We are, you know, what I'm saying? We, you know what I'm saying, but they don't never, they never put anything positive about us. You know I'm saying? Like, uh, what was the breaking news yesterday? yesterday? Kim Kardashian got robbed. Okay? They broke news. I think it was something that I forgot what the fuck else was going on. It was something else. Uh, on See, that's, that proves that, you know, so the media has a
1: lot of uh, a lot of influence. Where we cut to something that
2: is extremely popular. I think it was something dealing with the... Uh, the movie came It was coming out uh, Birth of a Nation Yeah uh, It was something like that I think it was something It was talking about that And they just cut To Kim Kardashian Getting robbed Nobody gives a fuck About
0: that chick Getting robbed in Paris This shit happened in Paris And it happened in America hey, But you, you know, know You know what Beans? That's where you're wrong People do give a fuck About Kim Kardashian Getting robbed And that's the problem Like I don't I don't give a flying fuck Cause Kim Card, And I'm not saying that You know Is it, it, I'm not I don't feel bad that she got robbed But the fact that, that Like Kim Card, Anytime The Kardashians do anything That's big news But we don't talk about We don't want to talk about Real shit that's going on Yeah Huge We, pr- we don't want it to We
1: don't want to talk
0: about it, it You know what i But It's
2: Um well back to Uh back to what's going on here in Charlotte where um you know what I'm saying people you know what I'm saying rioting it was it didn't start off as a riot. A lot of people said it started off like the media said it, it, it just
0: started off rioting It didn't start off as a riot. It started off as peaceful protest, right? Yeah,
2: it was a peaceful protest
0: but the people uh, but yeah but the media doesn't really they, get involved until you get that one or two people that's fucking up. And then yeah. then that becomes the whole story. Yeah, that was the, you know what I'm saying? Like, you had, it wasn't,
2: and then I didn't find out it was just, uh, it was multiple protests that were going on in, this, in the city I didn't know nothing about. only thing I was hearing about what was going on out there in the university area. That's the only thing I was hearing about. Motherfuckers at the uh, flipping cars and shit. Like, you know, that, like, like the white people at Michigan State they that's what I thought they was doing that shit. Right. And and but no, it was more uh it started off started a peaceful protest,
1: uh kind of like uh it, it, people was that just singing and singing songs and stuff like that, whole hands, Praying. That's what they was doing at first. Right. Then you had these other people that was just
2: mad and decided to just one person decided to do one thing, the other person decided to do this other thing, and and it blew up it just blew up and you had other guys you had other people that just wanted to follow the uh, destruction. They was like, Well fuck it. I wanted wanna just tear up some shit. You know, what I'm saying you know, what I'm saying when black people mad, we mad. We we destroying a lot of shit. That's what it did. They destroyed a lot. That was the, that was that was day one. Day two. It started off peaceful again. And start off peaceful, and then them. and I think that one dude—it was somebody that started with the cops, started arguing with the cops, and one dude just—and after that, it was just—it was, was done. After that, it got it got worse. It escalated like even more, uh, where they start trashing. Uh, uptown they you know so i was happy as fuck when they they fucked up the nascar museum fuck that shit up <laughs> you know what i'm saying fuck that shit up I, I was happy i was clapping i was like hell yeah fuck that shit up but then when you start fucking with like when you start fucking with buffalo wild wings that was next door right like it, it's like people are like yo you're not sending you're not sending a message by fucking up buffalo wild wings you send a message while you fucking up uh
1: the NASCAR and
0: NASCAR museum. You send a message
1: you send when you up Wells Fargo back. Bank of America. Man, could they they were protesters pro-
0: right there. Were were they protesting outside of uh Bank of America Stadium? To the point where they they, like were worried about ha- having the game?
2: Yes. Uh that was that it was last Sunday. Okay. last Sunday.
0: Not this past Sunday. It was last Sunday. They did that shit
1: where uh Oh, my, my, by the way, another
2: person that you should talk to is Travis. Travis T. That motherfucker went out to protest.
0: Okay, yeah. He I'll it. I'll, uh, I'll hit him. Yeah. Up. yeah. But, yeah, um, but, yeah,
2: they, uh, they start protesting, like, on that Sunday morning. They was they out there Sunday morning. Some of the players couldn't even get in that grub right away. That's how bad it was. Uh... I'm glad I didn't work the stadium that day. Some told me, I, like, I, I really didn't want to work the stadium anyway. Right. But yeah, um, that's necessary. But yeah, they um, they protested. They they finally got those people. In. They they finally got the players and uh, the workers there. They got in. But it was like it was getting to a point where everybody
0: wanted to know what Cam Newton had to say. And you, you know, and, I, and, I was about to ask you about and, that. So yeah. What was, what was that like dealing with uh, basically MVP last year? You know, probably probably one of the more popular or the most well known black athletes in, in the world right now, man. So, what, what did you got to say about Cam? Fuck Cam. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, it, well,
2: well it, it was more in a sense
0: of like, yo,
2: uh, this is not what people want. He had a his interview where they asked him about it uh, it was very Cam like but it was also very OJ like uh,
0: in hmm. so many ways all right, well, what you mean where, where I, I compared him to OJ where in the sense of like
2: uh, remember when uh, when all the black athletes decided to protest and not play or whatever
0: yeah and OJ Simpson uh, didn't have anything to do with it
2: yeah OJ said I'm, you know, say pretty much he told his, he told, he, he pretty much said, I'm not black, I'm OJ. Like he was above being black. Like he was above, you know what I'm saying? It's like he was above us for for, for all types of reasons. You know what I'm saying? We was, you know saying? When people looking, you know what I'm saying? When black people looking for guidance by, like we didn't be admired. And we get to hear, we hear stupid shit like that. And you know what I'm saying? Like, and it did, you know so you hear shit like that you like it's like oh man you know what I'm saying like right but
1: Cam but uh, Cam he didn't say anything like that but it was like he said it in a yeah. more intelligent way yeah cause
0: it it was, kinda, it was kind of it I I see what you're saying about how it was OJ like because they kind of asked him about the whole Colin Kaepernick situation and he kind of he kind of played like both sides of the of the of the, uh, of the spectrum or whatever but. The thing I didn't understand about Cam Newton is I would think if anybody would kind of be on the side of Kaepernick and would probably be one of the main people, you know, out there agreeing with, you know, being mistreated is Cam Newton. Because let's think about last year. Cam Newton had one of the best seasons a quarterback has ever had in the NFL. And what was everybody talking about? He's too black. He's out there dabbing. He needs to just score a touchdown and hand the ball to the referee. I'm I'm sick and tired of him, you know, doing all this bullshit. But here's the problem. Cam Newton, honestly, I wasn't a big fan of Cam Newton. I didn't didn't think he was going to be that good, but he proved me wrong. The guy won MVP last year. The guy, he's a hell of a quarterback. But they weren't talking about that. The guy they went fourteen and zero last year to start the season off, and all they were talking about is, uh, well, he's too flamboyant. He's dancing too much. He he's sitting there handing the balls to the little kids in the crowd. He shouldn't do that. And I'm like, would y'all be saying that if this was Aaron Rodgers or Drew Brees or something like that? Like basically, they, basically they kept saying he was too black, and I'm like. That's bullshit. The guy's playing his ass off. And like I said, I I wasn't a big Cam Newton fan, but I almost became a fan of his because it's like, why are y'all like on this dude like this when the guy's playing great football right now? So I I became a Cam Newton supporter after that. But it's like, dude, now this this shit is coming out to the forefront with all these racial issues. And now you like, well, no, it's all good. Like no, it's not all good, man. And if anybody should be like the main one talking about it, it's you. And like I'm the type, I'm the type of person, man, that I don't ever really look to athletes, or I don't, I don't really expect anybody to, you know, be that leader. But when I'm, but when some shit comes up that you've been through and you know you've been fucked over, and then you just like nah, fuck that. that that's when I kind of have a problem with. it. Well it, co- it goes through it like this. It was like I
2: could tell you exactly what probably would happen. It was more uh your sponsors. Feed, like, and also <laughs> kind of see like you know like that too. You wanna
0: keep He uh, wanna keep doing them yoga commercials, man? Yeah,
2: yeah, they wanna keep on going with these commercials where subway commercials. Uh yeah, I'll do it out there. Uh, these, these commercials, uh these dealership commercials.
0: And, and, and you know, but you know what, too. I don't mean to cut you off, man, but I've had a whole. I had a problem with the way the the Panthers have handled Cam Newton in general. Because when he first got there, the owner of the team was saying like, "Well, we don't want Cam Newton to, to get tattoos, and and we want him basically to be you know a clean cut, shining example uh, in the community, and this and this and that." And they they hired. Um, I want to say he was like a PR guy for George Bush before to basically help Cam Newton handle this whole uh, police shooting and these racial issues. So I'm like, why? <laughs> why are you basically, basically they're trying to make him, they're trying to make him into that OJ Simpson guy. That's, that's what, that's yeah, basically uh, what, I, it, what I've. Yeah,
2: exactly. Uh, his, uh, like the owner, like, I'll tell you this now the owner of uh the Panthers the the Carolina Panthers is a rich snob and he's an asshole and from what people I work with they said the same thing they said that he's an asshole he pretty much bitched to us about the littlest shit in the world so I can imagine the little shit that he bitched to us about and I can imagine what they bitched to them about right you know what I'm saying and as them as athletes, that technically he owns is the own campus. You know what I'm saying? Which uh, one of my favorite uh, books uh, uh, that I read, but it, it was like it was a book that I read a while ago. And, um, and they pretty much own these guys. They own these athletes. Yeah. They put a price on them it Like They own They was like hey uh, How much is your life worth You you worth 10 million Okay Cool You worth 10 million Alright So you worth 10 million Four years So I own you Four fucking
0: years Man You know what's weird man I You know me man I'm really into sports man And one, one of my favorite Things to watch Is the NFL combine And Yeah I remember one year man I'm sitting there Watching it and they they literally like have you stand up, you know, in, in front of these guys with you're basically in your underwear. They measure your arms and they do medical checks. They have you, you know, do all these different tests and stuff like that. And I'm sitting there watching this shit, and I'm like, man, this this looks like a a slave auction block right now, man. And it, it started to bother me, man, because yeah, that, that that's basically what it is. Yeah,
2: exactly what it is. It's it's modern-day slavery, but they get paid to do it. Right. So, that's the difference, it's modern-day slavery. And, like, where Cam Newton, going back to Cam Newton and everything, it's he is the face of the Panthers. He's the face of the Panthers. Right. So, if he has an opinion, he can keep that shit to himself. We don't want to hear it you gonna lose your uh it's you like it's like that's the reason why everybody was trying to figure out why is he standing for the national anthem he's going to stand for the national anthem you know why because that's what the owner wants him to do right what the owner wants him to do he's going to fucking do it and that's how it is Is it, you it, and then you lose sponsorships you lose uh playing time like uh you know what I'm saying? Like, people, you know what I'm saying? Like, or they can sabotage your career uh, where they can pay, uh, they can pay uh, athletes, they can pay athletes, uh, uh, well, the, his teammates to not block for him.
0: Yeah.
2: They can do shit like that. Oh, they th- can do that. They can do. It's, they can do that shit, but like like that uh, like uh, like he uh, like that concussion where they like they purposely helmet uh, a helmet uh been doing that shit all week. You know why? Because he's not standing. He's being fake. Yeah, that, this is this is the what, second. Uh, what's, going,
0: what's right? This is the second concussion he's gotten in in two weeks because he got one in the first game, but they you know they, they didn't take him out, and they finally took him out in his last game, man. So, yeah. Dude, it's a it's a famous story with uh the Detroit Lions with Lomas Brown. He was an offensive lineman for the Lions back when uh, Scott Mitchell was there. And Lomas, Lomas yeah. said it himself, man. He's like, he literally let a defender <laughs> through and hit the shit out of Scott Mitchell because I forgot what happened, but Scott Mitchell either did or said something that the offensive line didn't like or Lomas Brown didn't like. So he literally let a defender come right through and beat and hit the shit out of Scott Mitchell to send a message to him. So it happens. Yeah. It's not like it's not like we're just making this up. It happens. Like you can go back and find the audio of, of Lomas Brown telling this story. Cuz he's told it plenty of times. Especially, I know he, I, he for sure told it on ESPN. I heard him talk about it on uh 97.1 The Ticket here in Detroit. But he yeah, it happens. So who you don't yeah. think that it happens now? You don't think one of those offensive linemen will let a defensive lineman come in there and hit their quarterback because they don't they don't like him or they don't like what he's standing for or what he's not standing for? Yeah. That's exactly what's going on.
2: And it was like, uh, you know what I'm saying, that's the reason why they have the same record as the Detroit Lions right now. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know what I'm saying, like, I think it's karma and I I haven't really said, I haven't really haven't spoken out. Like, I know, like, I haven't spoken out on it too much because when I see it, I know what's going to happen.
1: I've seen that shit happening. If
0: you ain't see that shit, happen, you ain't see that shit uh, coming around. Something's wrong with you, man. That's why. That's uh, why. Like, <laughs> it, it's funny. Like people were saying, like, "Well, why is Colin Kaepernick saying this?" He, you know, he's a backup. and you know, he shouldn't say shit. I'm like, no. Honestly, in a way, <laughs> this is the best time to say some shit because <laughs> if he was starting there in San Francisco and and he was doing this. Th- that offensive line might not block for him and let his ass get fucked up. Yeah. But let's jump into another issue that's going on down there in Charlotte, man. Um, And this, this affects me, man, because I have fucking plans, man. <laughs> <laughs> I took vacation time and everything from my job, which I do have, motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. Um, the it's city. game. Yeah, the, the city of Charlotte and North Carolina—they're losing a lot of events right now because of the whole. Um, it's called the HB2L law, right now because they, the whole. Uh, well, you probably know more about it than me, man. What you you, you know right. what the, this whole law right. is about? So this, this,
2: so this is this is not the city of
0: Charlotte' fault. Okay, this is this it's, is like it's really uh, on the on the governor, the day, right? This is this is the governor's fault. It is uh, Pat McCord. Fuck you if you if you listen. But uh, wow.
1: yeah, he's the reason why we haven't. That's the reason why we having this problem right now. We uh, we just we, we lost the All Star
2: game.
0: Yep, lost that. Uh, the NBA
2: tournament. Uh, we lost the ACC championship games. Yep, all of them.
0: And um, we lost all of
2: them all through the state. I'm talking about it. that's that's uh. Basketball, football, that's hockey, that's all of that shit. All of that's gone. You know, it was like we was like North Carolina was going to be. It, it, it was dead center of all of
0: that. Yep. Yeah. You know, like, the NBA All Star Game with the NBA All Star Game went to New Orleans. The ACC football championship game went to Orlando. I'm not sure about the NCAA tournament, uh, regional tournament, but. Yeah, man, that's a lot of shit. And I was planning on coming down there for the All-Star game, man. I already, you know, put the vacation time in and everything, man.
2: Yeah, we was, uh, I think we also missed out on, damn, we missed out on a lot of shit, though, because they, they haven't really pulled, like, it's so, Pat McC- like, Pat McCord just had, it, he has a track record of fucking over Charlotte. And, and that's just his thing. He just, like, fucking over shit, you know what I'm saying, but... It, what you what you expect from a southern state though this is the shit that pisses me off you know what I'm saying? this is still the bible Belt. why is it not why is this shit shocking to y'all Whereas they did you know say so why is it shocking to uh uh to the nba the uh the nbaa why is that shocking to them I, I don't understand it because this is the bible Belt. it's you know, you know, you know what was like. People know what was going to happen. Gonna, you know, you know, it's going to be some states. It's going to it refused to to have same sex uh, bathrooms. You already knew this shit was going to happen. I blame this, you know, I, like, and, and
1: what? that's the thing that we don't have.
2: Um, people, we like, like people have should have a say, and having the same sex bathrooms. If you have a same sex, you know, if you, it, it, that's just more money. They didn't want to add more money to. Yeah, that's my thing. They just didn't want to add more money to add another bathroom.
0: Cause I don't, I don't think, I think North Carolina might be the only state that that did this. I mean, I'll be the first to, I'll be the first, I'll be the first to admit that I don't, I don't know the whole story, but all I know is, is that. Whatever happened down there in North Carolina, it pissed off all these different organizations. Because like, I think um, PayPal, PayPal is, is getting out of North Carolina too. And that, from what I'm hearing, that was like a big business down there.
2: Yeah, PayPal wasn't. They, they was coming down here.
0: It's well, supposed to be like building their headquarters there or something like that. Yeah. yeah. So it. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's not. So it's not yeah, like it's 25. just. It's not like it's just affecting you know sports. It's affecting like just revenue in general. Yeah, we, losing, we,
1: we lost. They lost a lot of business. They they lost a lot of money, and it's uh,
2: and it, it, it's more like uh, that's what I'm saying. Like, but uh, I think that's one of
0: my uh, triggers. Whatever. That's just like saying it. But hey, we, anyway, we all got them. Huh. Say so we all got them. <laughs> yeah, okay. I know. Um, we have that problem
1: uh, in Charlotte. We, Charlotte, ha- well, Charlotte
2: has a problem uh, other than just cops and ple- uh, per- uh, police uh, brutality and everything. It's, it's more than just that, where the state has a problem. This, you know, uh, Pat McCord... say he's a he's one of those dudes that just like like to fuck over charlotte he's like i like i don't know how many times i'm gonna say if he loves fucking over charlotte so but, from the
0: time i uh, like you know, i know alicia told me that a lot of times my wife she said
2: that she grew up here and she said pat McCord was always like that he was always one of those guys that loved to fuck over charlotte so what he'd do is he'd do something fucked up like uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know that one person where uh, just do something, just fuck up your day, pretty much.
0: But You know what I'm saying? So just what,
2: like, here's my question. You know what i saying? Like, hey, just keep your car, you know what I'm saying? it's like, hey, uh, uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? He's that dude that just loves fucking with the big city. So, and the big but, city is
0: Charlotte. He but just really
2: likes fucking it
0: over. But here's my question, man. He's the governor of North Carolina, right? hmm And... Yeah. Wait, what where's the where's the capital? Is, the, is Charlotte the capital?
2: No, uh, Raleigh.
0: Raleigh. Okay. So Raleigh's the capital. But it, it, it's sort of it, it's sort of like Michigan. Like Michigan is the I mean Detroit is the big city in Michigan, right? But the capital is Lansing. Yeah. So my question is this, what do you get from fucking over the biggest city in the state?
2: The other cities, the other uh county, the other counties money counties that's what it's the same thing with up in but, Michigan
0: but, you, but here's you the, like where
2: do you, you put money. you say like you take the money you steal the money from you steal money for the big city and then you spread it out through the rest of the city uh, the rest of the state the poor, that the poor cities you fuck them over you still take money from them you take the most money out the uh, out the big city and you sprinkle that money around the other uh, the other states that's what they do that's, where, that's what that's what these states do uh, especially like uh, yeah that was the perfect example for the, uh, what, what goes on in Michigan where the governor takes the money out from the big city because it's like you know he make it already like Detroit was making all this money with the uh with, uh, with the big three He's making all this money with the big three they got plants all over everywhere you know what I'm saying? What they yeah. do is, they start taking money, start taking money, they taking money, they taking money. Yeah, where's the money going to? It's not going to the schools. Yo, yeah, yeah, the money is going towards this. Yeah, whatever. So they lie to you, and they keep taking money. And you still try to figure out like, yo, what's going on with the streets?
0: Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, we got we got money to fix the streets, which is but patchwork. So
2: they, that's all they do, they sit there and take money. And and you and if you go to these other if you go to these other towns these other cities through Michigan through North Carolina you're like
0: yo how the fuck you get this shit why we don't got this shit here man, you know what that's man the I, why because you're taking money I, I've been in the the Raleigh Durham area man it's fucking beautiful out there man
2: not
0: Durham, but yeah well okay. I right, maybe it was <laughs> Raleigh and uh, what's the other Greensboro that's what I'm thinking about yeah. Yeah, I've I've been in that area, man. It looked really nice out there, man. I I haven't really, I mean, I drove through Charlotte a little bit, but that was more of the, like the downtown area. But I didn't really get to like explore, you know, like the rest of the city, man. It looked it looked alright in Charlotte, man. But I'm pretty sure that once you get outside of, if it's like anything like Detroit, once you get outside of the downtown area, yeah, watch out. Not really. It's not like that. It's really. Like.
2: Detroit it took it, it took Detroit a while to get like that. It, it, it took a, it, it took Detroit a while 'cause remember we can it, we can park our you know say like at one point we could we could we could actually walk through Highland Park. You know what I'm saying? You could not really walk through Holland Park. You could park your car somewhere in Holland Park and walk all the way downtown if you wanted to. You know what I'm
0: saying? So no, I, no problem. Nobody fuck with you. So you're saying Charlotte is getting me, to that you. point? Uh so you saying Charlotte's getting to that point where it's turning into a Detroit? Um,
1: if they keep it up, it will be.
0: Damn. But
2: they're not. I think they're they're not learning a lesson.
0: So, so do you think? They, huh? So you think with all this shit going on with like NBA pulling out, all these major um, people pulling out, do you think eventually they'll they'll change, or do you think they're gonna go down the same path?
2: Um. Well, of Court. This is like. Well, he's gonna be out He's on his way out. They're gonna find a way to get this money back.
1: Okay. The city got a lot of building to go through. Like, cause the the thing about Detroit, Detroit, they was done with building. They was done building in Detroit. They still
2: building in Charlotte. Cause it's constantly growing. It's still people coming. It's, it's like we still. I think they're still in that top ten. Uh. I think they, I, yeah, I think Charlotte's still uh, the top ten of people still coming in. They, we still we, it's growing it's one of the top ten uh states uh cities right
1: and and if I'm not mistaken but it's still people still coming here you
2: got uh you got people from New york you got people from uh, Detroit. Michigan yeah uh you got, you got you got tons of people ohio you got people from the midwestern states of, uh uh the northern states are coming
0: down here yeah, cause because it, cause it seemed like when people leave Detroit, it seemed like to me, like the big four off the top of my head is Arizona, Dallas, the Texas area, Atlanta, and Charlotte. Those seem to be the ones that people always go to. Yeah, exactly. Um, especially Atlanta. Atlanta
2: is pretty much Detroit. It's <laughs> a southern Detroit. Yeah. And now I call it that. I call Atlanta Southern Detroit. Uh, that's
0: that's Detroit South right there. Right, and and that's all it is. It's and, and pretty so much Charlotte because and Charlotte's
1: pretty much becoming people, that same
0: people. Uh uh-huh.
1: You go, you, know, you
2: you have a conversation with people in in Atlanta. That uh, uh in Atlanta, they all will tell you. They all would have. They probably will tell you the same thing. They got people that they got they got family that stay in Detroit.
0: Man, when I when I was in Atlanta for for the fight, man, I can't tell you how many people I ran into that was from Detroit, man. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, and
2: how, how many people that graduated that stays in at Atlanta? A
0: lot. Yeah. You know, and, and that's other thing too, like, you know, I know a lot of people that went to North Carolina for college, because, I mean, it's a lot of colleges down there. I know a lot of people that went down there for college, and they just stayed, man. Yes.
2: So, that's the reason why I was talking about this. It goes back to when we was talking about the cops. We got a lot of cops that's from Michigan. You know, I don't know how. I, I, I never. I I, I I don't think I told you this story where I'm driving. I'm on one of my deliveries, and I got like a bunch of Detroit hats in my uh in my back seat and shit. They, you know, what I'm saying like you can see it in the window and shit. It was in the window, and I had like a Michigan uh, state uh plate on my car, and the guy was like. He, the cop pulled me over. Black dude, pulled me over. got out the car and asked me, "What part of Detroit are you, uh, you from?" And that's exactly that's exactly what he said. What part of Detroit you from? And I told him the park He was like, "Oh shit, yeah, i from Joy Road, whatever." Blah blah blah. And we had a
0: we had a, a ten minute conversation. <laughs> this motherfucker pulled you On over just to, he pulled you over to and reminisce it, about it, Detroit. <laughs> Damn. And we and we blocked off a lane, so we had so we so we was holding up a lane while he's talking to me. He acting like he's pulling me over, but we having a conversation. Damn, <laughs> that's the real shit I have ever seen in my life, dude. That was like this. I was just like,
2: I was like, yo, homie. I was like, real shit. I think that was the most gangster shit I have ever seen in my life.
0: Dude, was. <laughs> I was
2: like, dude, you just pulled me over, held up a
1: lane.
0: Just to, to talk, talk about Detroit. talk so about Detroit, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, what I'm saying that's that just, you know, what I'm saying, but you know, saying so that's the type of thing that you get sometimes. You know, what I'm saying like it's just a
2: familiar, uh, that's you know, saying so somewhere we we're familiar with each other, and that's what we get. And when we when we see each other, you know, what I'm saying when Detroit people see each other, we stop and word the
0: fuck we doing. Right. It's like, oh shit that, You know what I'm saying? that's like a saying uni- That's like a unicorn we stopping we talking <laughs> and You know what yeah, I mean I, said, whoa, whoa. I, I, think, I think that's a good way to Go ahead and wrap this up, man It's like I mean You got people that, that You know You got the two sides They got the, the whole black lives All lives thing And I think that's a good way to wrap it up, man Because it's like You got You told the story about how you got Pulled over by the police And was harassed And they Brought the 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 drunk-sniffing dogs out and everything, and it was unnecessary. But then you get, you know, situations where, you know, the cop pulled you over just because he saw you had a <laughs> you had a Michigan place or whatever, and it was all, cool. So, I mean, just kind of, you know, bring it together. When we talk about the issues going on, we're not saying that all oh, cops are bad. There's definitely some good cops out here. Only thing is, is that when you got these asshole cops that do to this shit, it makes it makes everybody look bad, and it, it's kind of the same way with black people. You know, you got most most black people you run into, all they want to do is live their lives, go to work, come home, take care of their family. You know, just like every other American out there. But then when you get when you get the ones that that fuck shit up for everybody else, it it paints everybody in a bad picture. And all we saying, all we really saying is that treat us. Treat us like you would treat anybody else. You know what I mean? Same thing with the cops. You know, if... If you pull somebody over, don't come in with that bullshit like, oh, he's black. I gotta... I'm... You know, he's gonna do... He's up to no good. You know what I'm saying? Because like you said, like... You know what I'm saying? Like, w- with that example. Per- like I said, it's a perfect example. Two, two stories pulled over by the cops. Two different extremes. The question is, how many people... Have that 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 bad experience, and live to tell about it. Though that's the thing. That's that's what this whole thing is really, really about. Like, yeah. Just treat it. Just treat us like you treat everybody else, man. That's really what it what it come down to, man. And cut the bullshit, man. Because I wanted to. I really want to go to that All Star game, man. <laughs> I was lo- I was I was really looking forward to that shit. man. back like five years. All this shit just back five years because they also still
2: want. 'Cause the like the owner of the uh the Panthers, he wants to have a Super Bowl.
0: Yeah, how's how's that gonna happen right now? So
2: what that did was by that happening, it set us back five years. Right. That's what I was telling everybody, all oh, this shit sets you know what I'm saying, like the longer you had this going on, this is gonna set us back five years. And then if you keep this up for another year, this is gonna set us back another five years. So you're gonna be like you were like, damn. Like the Panthers probably went to They, they probably once third Super Bowl by then. And
1: <laughs> right.
0: lost,
2: but still, you know what I'm saying. By then, you know what I'm saying. Like you want it now, get it now while you while you can. Right. And you know this, you know saying the, you know saying the cops. The other thing with the cops, man, we they got to get that experience. Had these had these cops. The solution, you know, what I'm saying we we all have solutions. We have thoughts. These cops need to have more training. They what? need to be pushing books
0: before you go on the streets. One hundred percent, man. One hundred percent. You definitely need years. more training.
2: Yes. Give them two years. Give them two years as a rookie. Then let them earn their stripes. Because nothing, because like, because like, like, you you pay you push your papers for the first two years or a year and a half. I'm gonna say a year and a half, no less than a year and a half. And then you go through your psych evaluations. You go through that.
1: Man. Then you go onto the streets. That's yeah. the type of thing that they need
2: to do. They work with that, and work with and work with experienced uh, people. Yeah, work with experienced people that's on the, that's actually working on the streets right now.
0: Then you wouldn't have that problem. Would so they would be less? Yeah, I mean you're going to have problems regardless, man. But I don't think it'll be as prevalent as it bad. is right now, man. But man, I'm going. Yeah. I'm going ahead and wrap this one up, man. Cause I gotta get ready to go to work and shit, which I really don't want to do. But <laughs> I appreciate you jumping. You ain't got no job, Man, Fuck you, man. I do have a job, man. I work hard out here, man. <laughs> Pause. What's up the blind? Uh, uh, yeah.
2: What's up the blindfold? <laughs> <laughs> hey,
0: hey. You know I got a job, man. I try to get you a job where I work at, man. Man, on that call, right? <laughs> Man.
2: Well,
1: we, put
0: re- uh, yeah, we put you down for a reference and you, you know, we've been waiting on that call. Man, hey, fuck y'all, man. I got a job. But, uh... M- yeah, m- Mr. Beans, man, why don't you uh, throw your social medias, your, your, your Twitter, your Facebooks, your, 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 your Google Play... Uh... Your your, your, uh, X, your Xbox Live, uh, whatever whatever you got, man. Why don't you throw that out there for the people?
2: Okay, if you want to hit me up on uh, Facebook, is uh, Dwayneville, D W A Y N E, ville, v is a E A L. Or you can also hit me up on uh, PlayStation. You hit me up online on fuck on, on, me on PlayStation. Jazz, will do some on the sticks, whatever. What
0: what's your, your hey, game? What's your gamer tag, man? The
2: gamer tag is pool of blo- uh, pool of beans.
0: That's P O O L O F B E A N Z
1: eighty four. Pool of beans
0: eighty four. Yes, sir. All right, we'll we'll talk about that later, man. That's kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> Man, but hey, man, I appreciate you jumping on, man. We, uh, man, like we, re- you know, let, let the curtain back a little bit. We recorded two episodes, man. But damn, we've been on the phone for three hours and forty six minutes, man. It's a long fucking time. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm on the charger right now, so damn. Yeah, I think my I think my little girl gonna get pissed off at me. So she, she I know at least she gotta go to work.
0: though. So. Know that she goes. All right, man. Hey. Like I said, man, appreciate you jumping on, man, talking. Just talking with me, man, about all these different things. I'm going to get a couple podcasts out of this, man, so I appreciate you. Yeah, man. Let
2: me know how everything's
0: going, man. All right. Well, we're definitely going to have you on the show another time, man. Yes, sir. All right. Peace, man. Appreciate you. Peace. Peace. Love the hair grease. Hey. uh, keep Keep it milky like cereal, man. Cereal, but, like, so. <laughs> All right, man. I holler at you All later, right, man. man. Yep, yep. Man. Peace. Once again, I want to thank Beans for being on the show, man. I really, really appreciate you, brother. Make sure you hit Beans up on Facebook at Dwayne V, or you can hit him up on the PlayStation at <laughs> Pool of Beans. That's P O O L O F B E A N Z. <laughs> Pool of Beans, eighty four on PlayStation. <laughs> uh, man, I love that gamer tag, man. I'm gonna have to. Uh, <laughs> me and Hammy got got to talk about that. But uh, make sure you hit him up. I appreciate Beans being on the show and and being very very forthcoming and uh, having a candid conversation with me. I'm gonna cut this outro pretty short, but like I said, make sure once again, make sure you follow me on all social media really Twitter and Instagram <laughs> at DevinThe63 that's D-E-V-I-N-T-H-E-6-3 you can hit me up on the All Steak No Sizzle Facebook page you can send me emails you can do that at asnspodcast at gmail.com that's asnspodcast at gmail.com And like I said before, make sure you check out everybody in the Pi family, the John FX podcast, the Critical Dump, the King of Talks, the entire fam. If you follow one of us, you'll be able to check out all of us. So make sure you uh, support. And last two things. Like I said, if you're in the Detroit area, ladies and gentlemen, if you need your her dead or your her cut. (laughs) <laughs> check out the artisan room in Detroit you can go to their Facebook page at the artisan room Detroit and like I said if you're a licensed barber they are looking for licensed barbers so make sure you, you check them out if you go to the All Stake No a Facebook page I will have links to their page so you can find out all the information and also make sure you check out the Christmas concert in Farmington Hills, which is called Do You Hear What I Hear? It will be at the Caustic Center in Farmington, Michigan. And you can find that on 11 Mile, and it's just east of Middle Belt. So 11 Mile east of Middle Belt. That is, once again, Do You Hear What I Hear Christmas concert. It'll be December 16th and December 17th at 8 p.m. at the Caustic Center on 11 Mile, just east of Middle Belt tickets are $15 at the door or you can buy them in advance uh for ticket information and any questions you have about the show you can call frances and her number is 248-924-0604 that's 248 924-0604 and like i said she'll be on the show next week to talk more about the concert and she'll be here talking about the situation that's going on out in Standing Rock, the uh, pipeline. So, so check that out next week and stay tuned, people. So let me just thank everybody for listening to the show. I, I really appreciate you. For those of you that listen to the show, that share it, that tweet it out, that you know, Facebook it, that like it people that comment I, I i really want to thank all of you from the bottom of my heart i really do appreciate you we just celebrated thanksgiving so i just want everybody out there to know that i am thankful for every all of you i mean everybody that listens to the show like i said that shares it everything i am i'm am very very thankful for all of you and i hope that you continue to do so in in the future Share it with other people and, and l- keep listening so thank you very much check out next week's episode and with all that being said i think we're done here people i'll let at you next time peace